Good morning, Fabcasters. This is our bar with the Drive Time Podcast, where I talk about all kinds of things. Today I'm losing, I'm losing, talking about losing weight. And in order to compete for the regionals, which I first I wrestled at districts, I needed to lose 15 pounds. So I started at 140, and I needed to cut down to 125 pounds, right? And I don't, I'm a small guy, so I don't have much body fat to begin with but it can be done relatively easily, easy, easily. So let me just tell you how I did it. Um, in no particular order, well maybe, I, I started cutting things out. So first thing, I said, cold turkey, no more junk food. I mean, fast food restaurants were out. Uh, candy was out, sugar was out. And then a little bit harder, I got rid of complex carbs like rice and bread even pasta. I just out. I kicked it out. And then after that, uh, what did I start doing? I started eating salads all the time for lunch. And then before I could have dinner, I would eat a hefty, hearty salad right before dinner. So, and then I started grazing all day. I started eating every hour on the hour. Uh, My wife would make me these Tupperwares of it would be uh, fruits, it would be vegetables, it'd be a little thing of hummus in there, maybe some nuts, some whole grains, some cranberries. Man, I just had some hearty salads. And in the mornings, I would start off the day with a, just two handfuls of, of steel cut oats. I'd throw some cranberries in there, maybe a dash of cinnamon. I would have uh, my 12 ounce hydro flask full of coffee just for energy for the day. And after about doing this for a month, this eating thing, it wasn't just a diet. It became a lifestyle. It became a way of thinking. And I started, it it happened pretty quickly where I started seeing food as either fuel or storage. And then I began, it it became second nature to ask myself, man, is my body going to burn this up uh, for energy or is it going to store it? And so it... It went from being hard to being relatively easy. And one, I had some major major motivation. I didn't want to go uh, 133 pounds. I for sure was not going to go 140 pounds. I would have got crushed at that weight. So I had extra motivation. And then I started running three miles a night. And so everything I was doing, I mean, I would, I'm doing twice a day. And I'm getting, I would row... Um, I was a madman on the, what's it called, the row machine. So I had I had a lot of cardio. I wasn't lifting any heavy weights. I was just all about cardio, running a lot. Um, I went, I'd get behind the, the rowing machine uh, once a week. I'd, I'd at least row 5,000 meters, and that, that took a good, like, 12 to 18 minutes. But at nighttime when all the kids were down and then my wife was doing her quiet time, I said, I'm just going to go leave her... 30 minutes, that's how long it took me to run to the track, run my 12 laps, and then run back. It was also time I was listening to a lot of, uh, I would just listen to some good sermon series. So I was in the mode, and within a month and a half, I had dropped, I had dropped a solid 10 pounds. And then the day before the the tournament, I cut uh, five pounds. And then the day before regionals, the big tournament, big big tournament I, I only had to cut about three from the day before but now now that 
wrestling's over and I think I've semi-retired. I'm not going to wrestle any more tournaments. It's, it's, it's too taxing on the family to sit there. I, the weight stayed off because the diet kept going because the mindset kept going. So I'm, I'm really now, I mean, we had community group on Tuesday and uh, every week someone brings a salad and then we have a main dish and then, and then someone brings desserts. So I'm literally staring at these desserts. There's cream puffs and there were uh, brownies, right? And I'm looking at them and I just had no desire. I looked at them, but my heart had been freed from, from desiring those things because I saw it as, well, am I eating that for comfort or for nutrition? And this is not about being legalistic and, and white, knuckle, white knuckling um, a good healthy diet. It's just, I just didn't desire it anymore because I knew if I put that in my body, my body's gonna store it. And if I put sugar in my body, my body's gonna store it. And then I'm gonna be in the hurt locker. And um, so let me take this to a spiritual level right now. I think about sin like I do my, my lifestyle change in dieting now. So the things I, my attitude of the heart, the, the things I think, say, and I do, I think to myself now, like second nature, right? Is doing this going to be poison for my soul or is it going to be healthy? So, so I think about like, remember that one time where we went to the beach and, and, um, this new guy, uh, what was his name? Paul. He's like, Hey man, you want to check out some bikinis? And I said, no, dude. That's gonna be horrible for my soul. First of all, I'm not mature enough to be lusting after somebody because it wouldn't stop there. I would go overboard with it. So I, I just avoid it altogether. It would be poison for my soul. Um, secrets are poison for my soul. No nutritional value. It'd be like stuffing my, my face with um, you know, ca candy or something. No nutritional value. Or Like a Twinkie. You know, no nutritional value. It would only be storage. It would only slow me down. It would only rot my teeth. So I think about sin that way. And subtle sin as well. Like when I get home, I already know what my temptation is. This, the, the stupid enemy is going to tell me to be mean and draconian towards my kids. And when they, and when they have four-year-old offenses or six-year-old offenses or eight-year-old offenses, he's going to want me to treat them like a 36-year-old. That's evil and offensive in God's sight. But in my mind, I would say now, dude, if I do this, if I if I chew this kid out for, for getting up from the table as if it was some mortal or venial sin, to use Catholic language, um, if I do that, is that going to lead to something else? Dude, I don't want that at all. Or, or if I give in to this sin here, if I look at this, if I say this, if I do this, is that going to turn into child abuse? Is that going to turn into verbal abuse? Is it going to turn towards indifference and hatred towards my wife? Dude, I don't, I don't want it. Forget that. Not only do I not want that, I'm going to tell my brothers in Christ what I almost did. That That's the level of community that I have. We don't only tell each other, confess each other um, things that we've committed, but I want exposed things that I might do that the enemy is trying to tempt me in. And so what I do yesterday, I, I met with, I met with um, Andy and his dad and I said, I know how I'm gonna be attacked when I get home. 
I already, I already know how I'm going to be attacked when I get home. The enemy's going to tell me to to react in anger when one of the kids uh, squeezes the baby's cheeks, or when one of the kids gets on his stroller or his little walker thing. Um, the enemy's going to tell me to respond in anger. But you know what I tell him? That person's dead. The Ryan that would get mad at that is dead. And I'm making a tombstone for him today. And I'm going to celebrate his death. And I'm going to celebrate the fact that I'm a new creation in Christ. I don't have to do any of that stuff. So so here we go, right? Like the, like the diet reminds me of spiritual things. And so this is what spirituality is to me. It's it's looking at things from an earthly level and then raising them up to a heavenly uh, perspective, a spiritual perspective, a how is this good for my soul perspective. How does this affect my heart perspective? And so that's what I encourage you to do today, Fabcasters. Uh, do I have a verse here as I'm coming in the gate? Uh, let me see. Uh, I had one. I had one. Here, here, here we go. How about this one? Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths except for that which is helpful for building up others. Ephesians 4, 29. All right, talk to you later. Bye.